Welcome, Welcome back to the John She Shoo. <laughs> this is good. That's a good that way was of good. doing that, right? We did, I mean, we did a great one last also, time. Also, John Chi is one word. I know. That's I know. why I was confused on why he did it halfway and I continued. I'm like, wait. That's I was doing great. syllables. So I was going by syllables. John, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You're listening to The John Chi Show, hosted by three Korean-American adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean, American, and more. And now, here's your hosts, Nathan, Patrick, and KJ. Welcome back to the John Chi Show. Thank you. You're welcome. We are back, as you all saw in our last episode. We are the John Chi Show, three Korean-Americans. I am Nathan, one of your co-hosts, along with Patrick and KJ. I haven't actually done an intro, I feel, for a while. I know you forgot to tell them we're adopted. I did. No, I, I, it says that in the intro audio. I think people know that. No, actually, you're right. That is true. I don't know. I shouldn't have called you out on that. That's really funny. <laughs> I mean, come on. None this is uh, episode 93. Anymore. People, you know, people have been around. I'm sure there may be a few We have few new, new listeners. listeners coming in. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. That. I actually this haven't is, looked this is in standard. a long time. This, this is, is our standard. Yeah, this is our standard around rambling is standard intro. MO. Yeah. I mean, people like it. We don't it. know what we're doing. People yeah. laugh, and then we they post our episode art and Don't put worry. laughing stickers on it yeah. because it's so dang funny. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Nathan, Patrick. what does John Chi mean? I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> John Chi, well, we take it as a feast or celebrate, and we are feasting and celebrating our Korean adoption heritage. And we feast in that heritage. Feast it. We, yes. <laughs> We feast in it and celebrate it too. I do, but feast we feast on to their it. snacks. So at the end of the show, sometimes we have snacks or drink, um, if time permitting, um, and also, snacks like, permitting. If yeah, KJ hasn't permitting. lost his box of snacks, <laughs> <sighs> it's fine. That is <laughs> canon on the show now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I actually, I do regularly lose snacks. I don't know <laughs> how that happens. I'm just like, do we have this? I don't know what up to our foods anymore. Okay, Patrick yeah. regularly eats them before the show starts. That's oh, yeah, what that's happened true. like just like four or five, 60 times. hundred times. <laughs> it's okay. Four or five, 16,000 times. And I am constantly shooing my kids away from my snacks. So last is... week they were doing a little strobe light show in your room. Oh, that's right. Too. That was fun. Oh, yeah, I had to address that one. Make sure <laughs> I, I'm you. Yes, I, I made sure they knew I was recording today. So hopefully that will not happen again. <laughs> well, if it does, you know what that means. Yeah. So how's it feel here? We're back. I mean, we had our last episode, and now we're back uh, here in July. Uh, you guys, uh, how you feeling? Are you excited about the upcoming year? We got lots going you know, on. I mean, you guys have new jobs. <laughs> we were just talking about that. You have jo- new jobs. <laughs> excited about the upcoming year. I guess that was year. very exciting. Yeah. I was like, so is excited. it January? <laughs> um, it is July. Did that last episode? That came out on the 30th. So yeah. it is a new month now. Good call. Oh, good call. It is. All right. Happy July, everyone. <laughs> Happy July. <laughs> Nothing horrible happened over the first uh, weekend of July uh, yeah, that we need to talk about. Nothing horrible. Um, not. I'm doing good. Uh, to answer your question there, I do feel like I have a lot to look forward to in the rest of this year. Um, so I'm excited about a lot of different things. Yeah, you got like a bunch of travel coming up, right? I know. Yeah. I just went over it with you guys and I feel like I was like, eh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But that's, that's the fair. content of the show. No, I, I mean we're it. gonna we're gonna talk about it eventually. <laughs> oh, sure. Like, it's we could have just said it. like we we've got a bunch of travel plans coming up. 
Why? Lots of travel plans. Yeah. 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 Uh, we just made some travel plans. You're the Jerry. You're you're now in the new Jerry. I'm yeah, the new Jerry. Mini Jerry. <laughs> I'm the Jerry NJW. Cito. The new Jerry one. Um, we talked about a live show, so that's exciting. Be on the lookout for more news about that. Uh, it will be more lead time than last year, but also still not a lot of lead time. Apparently, last year we were like, "We're doing we're doing a live show. It's in a month. Figure out how to get there." <laughs> Did we really announce that one month out? Yeah, because uh, Nick messaged me and was like, "Hey, you guys getting together?" Uh, I was like, "I don't know. We don't have our crap together." He's like, "Well, you threw it together last time, so just let me know." <laughs> so I think our listeners are like ready for our incompetence, and they're just like, "We suck. I don't know. We'll just figure out how to do it." So we're trying to be a little more ahead of the game, and also still feel very behind the game. So we did have a productive we're, meeting we're planning about on that. It. So I think yes. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be. We're good. we're planning I'm on it. We're praying it. about it. It's nothing is set in stone. No. So if you get your hopes up, just prepare for them to also be dashed unless they come true. <laughs> yeah. If you don't hear about it in the next fourteen days, just wait longer. Or or yeah, <laughs> yeah. or it's happening. Maybe we'll just totally keep pushing it back. Maybe it'll be a holiday special. You know, you never know. Maybe yeah. this will be the recurring bit where we say we're doing a live show, but we just never do a live show. <laughs> And then we do our, the next one in 10 years for our 10-year anniversary. <laughs> Amazing. It'll be but it's only 10, our second one. So yes. Love it. That would be episode 1,000. If we got uh, to episode 1,000. The math checks out. Oh, my gosh. Great. Yeah, I mean, come on. We're three. We're three. Seven episodes. Sorry. 93. We're seven episodes away. I can't. I can math. Um, 100 episodes. That's. We got to do something for that. Probably not. not like a. Not. No, oh, wait, maybe that would be doing like a Facebook about, Live yeah, or something. Yeah, doing the live show. I mean, See, I'm, now uh, we're giving yeah. people clues. Uh-oh. That might like, even though we don't know for sure, that, that, seven that will episodes line up. Yeah. <laughs> None of us are sitting here doing the math, but it, exactly. might, it might math out. Close. I don't know. It could math out. Very, very true. <laughs> honestly, I'm or thinking maybe we'll, it might. It honestly Maybe might. we'll change our plans to make it math out. I don't know. Whatever. Or we'll just number... The episodes just <laughs> the same for three yeah, episodes. Yeah, we'll do like we're just gonna skip a week. So that ninety four A, ninety four B, amazing. Um, okay, so Patrick, you dropped this on us right before we started recording. Uh, you are headed overseas in October. Ooh, do and tell I want to hear more about that decision, what that trip is, all the thoughts and the feels that went into it. So, for sure, tell the listeners. <laughs> What's happening? Going back to Greece. So it's like, you know what? I went to that one bar and they were like, hey, uh, (laughs) I want to hang out with you during NBA season. So I bet if I went back, they'd be like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) How many Koreans do you think they see that often? Uh, That's a great question. Actually, there was a ton of, there were a decent amount of like East Asian folks that were traveling through. Honestly, I saw some South Asian folks as well. Um, Anyways, that has nothing to do with this. Uh, in October, I am going to Korea. My <laughs> lovely wife, Emily, Woo-hoo! is going to be accompanying me. And we are going on the OKF trip. So that's the Overseas Korea Foundation. And I believe it is fully sponsored through the Korean government. So make of that what you will. Um, but long story short, Jerry... Uh, had sent us a message and said, hey, y'all should apply for this trip um, for various reasons. Um, we either did or did not. 
I was very much on the fence. Uh, at first, I was adamant that I wasn't going to go on this trip because I didn't think that I wanted my first experience of Korea to be through the Korean government. Though there was a weird, unsettling irony about that. Um, but after a few weeks of thinking about it, probably honestly right up to the deadline, I decided that, yes, I would fill the application out. So fill the application out. Had multiple email exchanges because there was just one piece of information I forgot and one other piece <laughs> of information that I needed and one other piece of information I needed. And so did that a bunch. And then the other day, um, I found out that we got accepted. So very excited. Pew, 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 pew. I can't control the soundboard, so I brought my I own know, soundboard. I'm, and I'm talking <laughs> and I don't know how to control it and talk at That's the same fine. time. I can only do one thing. Um, so that's happening. I'm nice. very excited about it. I will say, yeah, I, I'm very excited about it. Um, and honestly, maybe mixed feelings uh, just because I do still feel similarly about this being my first trip back to Korea and it not being something that I'm really getting to to own. It does feel like I'm going as part of something else. Mm. But I'm grateful to be able to go, not mm -hmm. necessarily to the Korean government specifically or to anyone, but just the fact that I'm going to be able to get to go back and get to do that with Emily uh, is exciting for me. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's a great opportunity. It is. <clears throat> I, I hear your hesitation and, and um, you know, I almost applied. I actually had the website bookmarked. I had everything looked up and then, and it just was going to be too tough on um, our schedules and my family schedules and stuff. So that's why I, I decided not to apply. Um, but I, I thought about it and I was like, you know, I think it would be good if one of us went or just the fact that, you know, you went too, Patrick. You're because, just sending Robin. Like, Robin, yeah. go for us. <laughs> Represent the Noah <laughs> clown. You guys, not my family. Oh, but I see. Just because say I've, you I've want been, me to take the stickers. <laughs> yeah yes please please take some stickers when you go um no everyone I, there will be like what who, <laughs> who are you yeah <laughs> why um but the opportunity to to look around to explore korea and, and i don't Turn even know what the schedule is like you know compared to when i went um you know i would feel conflicted on how much time i was spending at the uh, the events for okf and how much my own you know my family would be wanting to spend with me or see me and things like that too and if I was there for five days, then I'd probably have to stay longer to see them afterwards. And it just was getting complicated. So I think for you to go with this group, I think is going to be good. Um, but at the same time, I think it would be awesome if all of us went someday together. Uh, well, since you us. both have already been, I had to get one in before you both had went back before twice. Before we do our official Junchi Con. Exactly. Oh, yes. exactly. Um, I think my biggest, honestly, my biggest hesitation uh with going through this trip specifically is the fact that i don't know how much ownership i'm going to have over my own story so like if things happen while i'm on this trip that you know a random reunion or i just have some visceral emotional reaction to what's going on um or anything like that I don't know. And it's captured on camera, on film, on, on in pictures. You know, I don't know what of that I'm going to be able to release on my own time. And I don't like that feeling. And when you fill out the application, that's one of the waivers you got to sign. It's like, mm. hey, stuff's going to get filmed. And the things that happen here is now the Korean government's content. So mm. I could end up on the Korean government's Instagram or something and all of that. 
that mm-hmm. was I don't know if that's if they even have an Instagram. I was just <laughs> making making you, a general. Okay, wait. So uh are in the trip is like a birth search thing included in that? I don't know I specifically. I didn't think that this was for adoptees specifically, right? It's so just for it overseas is Koreans, for right? adoptees. They do oh, two. They do it, two. Okay. One that's adoptee specific, which is this one. And then I think they do another one, which is just broadly Korean American or Koreans that live overseas, essentially. So separate but equal. Separate but equal. It's fine. And it's only 150 of you at a time. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No. OK, so, yeah, that. That definitely, I understand your hesitance. And also when, not that it's the same because it wasn't like the government, but when I went with my uh, adoption agency, my return to the, I don't remember if they call it motherland or fatherland, but whatever, return to our homeland. It was like, I mean, A, I was a lot younger. So I think I just, I mean, I wasn't as aware of who I was. Um, But it's like, it's a nice way to just experience all of the big, touristy bits of korea and like you know that they'll like put on like your like their prettiest face and like mm. put like show you the sights and take care of you and do those things and personally i think that's a really nice way to experience a country uh and then when you go back to a country or wherever like regional area that's different from your particular regional area that you know and love um then you can like spend time getting in like the nitty-gritty and like getting into like the back alleys and like really like walking the streets and like knowing the people yeah. and like not sure. having to deal with all the fanfare um like i love going on tours of cities and then also i'm just like i just want to like ride the bus and see like what that's like <laughs> you know what i mean um yeah. so i think it's like in some ways it's nice because you don't have to do all of the pre-research about like right. what are the things to see in Korea? Like they got right. all that covered for you and that kind of stuff. Uh, so that when you go back, you can choose, I mean, legitimately choose your own adventure. Maybe like you don't have the the same pressure of like, oh, I want to like see XYZ things. I didn't get to do that last time. It's like, oh, I really like this. I'd like to go back to this area again. Or like I want to do something entirely different. So I think overall I'm excited for you and I hear that hesitancy um mm-hmm. yeah because there is there's just a lot of baggage uh yeah. and like pr associated with being an adoptee in korea so right i struggled with like getting the language and getting you know translation of things whereas you might not have as much of that because most likely there'll be a translator there or most of it will be in english but the one thing is it's 150 adoptees from all over the world right so it's right. not just not just uh, um from the us um i'm curious to see um you know who you'll meet from you know other countries uh, that are also Sweden, Netherlands, Europe, South America. I don't know. So I think that'll be really cool too. It's funny to your point, KJ, about having it be a guided trip and being able to explore that way without the, the legwork of setting everything up. It's funny because after we went to Greece, Emily and I were talking and I'm like, you know, I think, we're good on going through a guided setup like this. I think the next time we go on a trip on an international trip, let's plan it ourselves. I think we're good enough to do that now. And now we're going on another (laughs) essentially guided trip. But I do understand the, the convenience of not having to worry about transportation, especially, um, or, and again, just getting around the city, getting to all the big highlights of what Korea has to offer. But I think also, You know, I think in the back of my mind, I'm worried I'm not going to be able to set aside some of the things that I'm already thinking about in terms of how it's adoption related and how Mm -hmm. it's like you're putting on your prettiest face, your happiest face for us because you're trying to make up for X amount of history of 
turning your faces away essentially. Yeah. And so I were, I worry about that for me a little bit. Um, I'm glad Emily's going. I do think that's going to be a good grounding grounder yeah. for me. She will be. absolutely. And I know a few other people um, who got accepted into the trip who are also going. I won't name them here. So I don't know if they're announcing that publicly or what that's like. So I won't uh, name drop. But I'm. it's nice to know that I'll know a few other people as well. But I am very curious to meet other Korean adoptees from across the globe. I think that is something I'm really looking forward to as part of the trip. And again, as we talked about before we got on air about the show being a connector, you know, Mm -hmm. being able to utilize the show in that way, maybe uh, to further connect and meet other people. And especially not to be like, not to be be Nathan (laughs) coming back from con, be like, I got a whole list of people, but just to be like, because of the show, I know how to kind of articulate my own story and I know a little bit more of how to ask questions that aren't going to be super harmful to somebody Mm -hmm. who's trying to share, you know, as opposed to going four years ago and being like saying all that harmful stuff. (laughs) So I'm excited about being able to meet other adoptees from across the world with that perspective, with that newfound perspective that I've had through the show. And they may have heard of you. They're like, Oh wait, you're, you're the Patrick in the world. (laughs) <laughs> don't bo- don't boost my ego too much. <laughs> Get those okay. stickers Every ready. One of them will be like, "Who? Who? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Who? I'm I'm freaking at Patrick in the world. Okay, on, I have, have like Star Lord tens man. of followers. Tens of followers. <laughs> I do have tens. Multiples yeah, exactly. of tens. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. I am excited about the trip. And yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm a little jealous. I it would it would be a really cool trip to go on. So. Congrats. Glad you got in. Love thanks. You. High five. And thanks, Jerry. <laughs> we did it. That was through we the screen. We did it. My screen is just snapped in half now. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have other... You said you have some other trips. What about you, KJ? Well, yeah, I was going to say, I just talked a bunch, so I don't know if I have yeah. a ton of other stuff coming up, but got, I was like, <laughs> what do you guys got coming up? We don't care what so do much about your personal really life. We just care that you're going much back going to on. Korea. I mean, That's true. So. Very relevant to the show. Yeah. How was course. your 4th of July? I mean, uh, we can talk about that. We like to see any fireworks. Celebrated. <laughs> no, I yeah. them. Yep. Sarah and I, I were like just not feeling very patriotic. Uh, yeah. And so we went over to my sister's house and hung out in her pool. Uh, that's nice. That's like that's it. That's all we did. <laughs> we just, Emily and I just sat inside and did nothing essentially. So we were in Chicago wow. on the second for a Cubs game, and then we came home the next day. Mm-hmm. And I I got to see my grandma, so that was nice. But then we came home and we just didn't do anything. Again, yeah. didn't feel not necessarily not feeling patriotic. I don't know the last time I felt patriotic. Um, but yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was more just, just like I don't know. It's just that, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of over it, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't really, I'm, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Fourth of July party goer head looking for an event kind of thing. Anyway, um, I think for me though, I was always just loving the barbecues and just gathering with people, or you know, and we didn't have that chance this time, but, um, but we did go down to uh, this one thing that was kind of interesting was a drone show instead of fireworks. Oh yeah, and something that I've always wanted to see. Yeah, I've always wanted to see that in person. So we went down to Parker, Colorado, and uh, yeah, they had 150 drones up in the air, which actually almost got canceled because it was raining. Um, Mm. But uh, 
but right as we were leaving and packing up the car, they decided to go ahead and do it. And uh, so we got to watch it and it was, it was pretty, uh, uh, pretty cool to see. Um, they did a really good job. It was just to hear, you know, I hear one drone go up. Sounds like a mosquito. To hear 150 of them go up. It's like a swarm. <laughs> it's like yeah, drones are neat. wild. Yeah, they really are. It's pretty fascinating to see how they can coordinate like that. But, but yeah, that was pretty much, you know, we was just us. Um, late day. Now one of my kids is playing ukulele outside. The I door. can hear that. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay. I was like, what is that? Didn't know if it was a robot or what. That's cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I wanted to, oh, ask you just like a random question about going to Korea, Patrick. Um, not yeah, to, ask I just away. totally jump back to that, but what food or drink item are you most excited to try while in our native country? I have a great answer for this. Okay. So I've been talking about this a little bit more recently, but I want to find a roasted chestnut and try it. <laughs> on the street. <laughs> I swear. I want to nice. go to the street vendor and find roasted chestnut and try it because I'm not going to lie. Redeem yourself. I've been hung up on just how disparaging how bad I was. that was. Mm-hmm. How bad it was. I did not like it, but just the way that I talked about it, it like, I I've, I felt bad for a while. And so I'm like, <laughs> I have this opportunity to go to Korea now. And I've been telling people, I'm like, I need to try this roasted chestnut. Because uh, when I talk, talk to people at the show, because I started a new job recently, they've been asking me. Yeah. And when I tell them I, we do food, they ask me, what's the worst thing? That's usually the <laughs> question that people ask. What's the worst thing? And maybe there's yeah. a tint of racism there. I don't know. Um, but I always say the roasted chestnut. Because it was not hard. It was not crunchy. It was soft. It was wet. It was cold. It was not Mealy. my favorite thing. <laughs> and so, but I've been really wanting to read, not redeem the roasted chestnut, but redeem myself. That's really <laughs> for funny. for having disparaged it so mightily uh, in in the episode that we did it. So I am looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to just really perusing the streets, <laughs> uh, the street vendors, getting to an actual night socks. market. Yeah, give me let me get some socks. Getting to an actual night market and being able to be in that environment. Um, food wise, um, pretty much everything. I don't know if I have just a one thing I want to try, like a specific okay. thing that stands out to me. And maybe that's because I don't eat Korean food often enough. Mm-hmm. Like I think I, there's a huge dissonant disconnect for me eating Korean food here in Indiana because there's really only there's like two places. And I really I don't frequent those places. And then when I go to like L.A. or New York, which I've, I guess I've only done one time, but just only eating Korean food and mm. doing that. And I think it's like when I come back to Indiana, it just almost feels like I don't know. It's there's just a disconnect for me from here, and I need to bridge that. I need to overcome that and frequent those establishments a little bit more because they do have good food. Uh, but I think because of that. I have not developed in my mind or even in my taste buds, my palates, um, a favorite Korean dish. Mm. So I just want to try okay. everything. Honestly, sure. I'm ready to I, dive yeah. right in. And I'm sure they have things that they don't have here or that's completely different like than corn it's here. Like corn cheese. Yeah, corn, cheese, corn. Yeah, right. Um, oh, yeah. But, I wanted corn cheese for sure. Oh, <laughs> I just meant corn and cheese and like random things. Be like, oh, okay. Gotcha, corn gotcha. bulgogi. And you're like, why, mm-hmm. why are you doing this to my bulgogi? Yeah. I mean, I was looking for things and I didn't see them. So, um, but my family was taking me, I realized mainly to seafood places. 
So I had a lot of seafood. Um, specifically. Is your family from like near the coast or something? No, they just that's where they thought just big you fans would have of the seafood, best huh? time right. for bonding. And yeah, I, I don't know. I honestly have no clue, but uh, that was what they're known for out there in the East Coast was the seafood. Are, so. Okay, let me ask you this. What was the seafood? What was the best dish you had or that mm, you remember having seafood. on that? Yes. So if you can find it, uh, I don't know if it's everywhere, if it was only on the East Coast of Korea, um, but it was squid. And then in the inside of squid was kind of like a egg, rice, meat mixture and veggies. So you might have seen it before. I don't know what they're called, but I've seen them on uh, online. People have made them with onions. They make a big onion ring, and then they fill the onion ring with this egg um, vegetable mixture. Um, but they made it there with squid, so it was like big squid ring, and um, and it was really good. I know we had our discussion of octopus and things last time, so um, at first I was didn't think I was going to like it, but I thought that was the best thing I had that uh, that was there. And uh, is it I'm fried saying, squid? Yeah, they fry it on a pan. Okay, so perfect. Kind of, as long as they nice, fry it up, yeah, I think I'll be it okay. It was nice and fried on a pan, and then you just, I mean, it was like eating like a mini, I want to say like a mini squid omelet, honestly, but like a little small one. The way um, you described I, it sounded really enticing to me. So Yeah, no, it's really good. So I, I wish I could tell you what it's called. But, oh, I was about um, to, I was just about to ask you, Mike, do you know what it's actually called? Because no. I don't know if I go squid with egg, rice, meat mixture in the middle. So they will know yeah, what I'm I could be about. wrong with the <laughs> what all the other ingredients in it, but... Um, I did have, it was just kind of funny, uh, you know, how I think we've talked about Hotox before on the show. Um, you know oh, how we made the, the cheese one pancake. So if you find one of those, the fresh one with the, the brown sugar and everything in it. Yeah. You'll definitely get that. So nice. That's, that's a great, pretty, like street vendor food. Yeah. yeah. Street thing. And of course the, you know, corn dogs, if you find any of the potato corn dogs, but those are, yeah, you can get those here. <laughs> I'm just going to be pounding bottles of soju. Yeah. They're going to be like, who is this person? And then it'll be because I'm laying in the middle of the street at eight in the morning. <laughs> passed out. <laughs> no, who is this person? Oh, I learned another, not to jump on a, a non sequitur of soju, but I learned another trick. You know how we were playing that drinking game with the, with the, the, flick. the flicking? Yeah. yeah. So then there's a second part to that game that if you look at the bottom of the cap, there's a number. And so if you were the one to flick it off, everyone has gets a, a round to guess what that number is. And it's anywhere between one and 50. And so everyone has to guess. And if somebody guesses and you get to tell them higher or lower so that the next person knows which direction to go. But if they guess it, then you have to drink instead of everybody else. That's awesome. I love yeah. that part and of the It game actually happened when I was played. at con. Somebody guessed the number and it reversed. So... Um, instead of everyone that else is fun. drink, so I went down yeah. a rabbit hole trying to find that dish, and I don't know. I know like how to say all of the component parts, but I have no idea what the dish would be called. Mm. So we'll have to ask Jerry. Korean failed me. Um, okay, so other thing, is there a part of like culture that you feel either really confident about or really like nervous to get wrong about having gone through like some of the Korean culture dictionary and like expecting like uh i don't know like card like selling things or giving things or like eating or drinking culture or anything like that like with maybe some like native koreans i don't know how much you'll like be dealing with like native koreans in terms of like a meal setting but is there any bit of like that kind of thing that you're worried about uh so a little bit worried about like the bowing like in the respect part (laughs) of it i feel like i'm good about showing respect to my elders but i realize that 
you do that differently in different mm. ways. And so I'm a little bit worried about that. I feel like, like you said, you know, I don't know how many native Koreans will really be interacting with and knowing I'll be in a group of upwards of 300 people um, from all different parts of the, of the globe is nice to know. Cause I'll be able to like, I can fall back into that, but also I, like I was in, like in Greece, you know, I want to lean into being able to use as much of the language as I can. <laughs> And you want to lean into your Koreanness, just yeah, like in leaning Greece, into you wanted to lean into your Grecianness. So, um, I really wanting. I'm excited about that. Um, trying to use, uh, but also very nervous too, and worried about language usage, like mm. getting things wrong and being ostracized for that. I think one of the things that's tainting that for me is the horror stories that I've heard from other Korean adoptees who go back to Korea and are just, mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, it's not good. It's not a good experience. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. I've been very fortunate and privileged to not have run into that so far here. Very often. I will say, ne I won't say never, but very often. Um, but I think when I'm there and that's, those are the only people I'll be interacting with, you know, and I'm trying to do it as respectfully as possible and as accurately as possible. It does have, I do have a little bit of that nervousness about, okay, you failed and now everybody hates you. Like when, <laughs> like when, like an end of the spider verse where after he's ripped off Gwen Stacy's hair with his sticky hands, he's like walking through the hall. He's like, nobody Boy, knows, nobody, nobody knows, nobody knows, nobody knows. And then he goes, just everyone knows. And like, that's, what, that's like, that's what I think. Like, that's what I picture in my head. Like I get it wrong and I'm walking through, like trying to not feel shame. And then just there comes a point where it's like, ultimate shame so yeah all I'll the spanish-speaking korean adopters will be like hombre que paso <laughs> <laughs> and i'll be like, you'll be like oh, i don't know i'm like i'm so sorry i don't speak your language either yeah, uh, right? <laughs> monolingual monolingual yeah. listen to <laughs> episode funny. 92 um i so yeah that's funny i mean like i get it because i i wonder too um because i've you know obviously heard that anecdotally where koreans have tried uh, adoptees have tried using the language or whatever and koreans just been like what are you doing but i wonder if that's because like they were in small groups uh, or mm. like not in a big old pack of adoptees, you know, um, sure. like one of the things that we've talked about on the show occasionally is like, there's not really like a marker for you being an adoptee uh, unless you're in a gaggle of adoptees, in which case they're like, Oh, there's a group of Koreans who do not look like they're from <laughs> anywhere related to us, except right. that they look Korean. You know what I mean? Like on some level, I feel like they might as well just be like Chinese or Japanese or, you know, whatever. Um, so I wonder if like, because you'll be in a group that they'll be, it'll be more obvious that you're adopted and they will be more like, oh yeah, okay. I mean, here's, we appreciate you trying as opposed to like, if it was just you on your own, you know, like then you might experience yeah. some of that. But also like, I don't know, personally, I, even though it would suck to go through, obviously, uh, like I know that that's really common for second gen Asian Americans oh, sure, going sure. back to their homeland and, yeah. and that kind of thing. So like. And, and that kind of thing is one of those ties that binds us to the broader Asian yep. diaspora, you know? So it's like, I mean, silver lining to an unfortunately like kind of overall negative situation. But um, yeah, I get that. I always get tripped up about like giving things and receiving things with two hands. That's, it, yeah, a, that's the thing. I'm like, <laughs> another, that's, that <laughs> goes into the bowing that. part, I think. That was yeah. part of the bowing part for me. Because mm -hmm. I, when the lady who cuts my hair... Um, I try. I'm like, I always, when I go to hand her my credit card, I'm like, and then I just go with one hand. I'm like, 
here's one. <laughs> He's fumbling like, with it. He throws it up in the air. It. I'm like left over right. I can't remember. And then I'm just like looking like a fool. That's so funny. yeah. <laughs> so one thing I did just think of that I hadn't thought about until you asked me like the things that I'm excited for or looking forward to. And I'm wondering, I haven't even talked to Emily about this. Is if I could set up like a small kind of more Korean traditional, just like ceremony wedding, but not like official. And just like to go through that motion in Korea uh, with her. I don't know. I don't know if that's something like, possible. Pick her up and carry her around the room. Is that what you have to do? I that don't is, remember. Yes, I remember when Dan... Tra- oh, okay. Traditionally, that is a thing. I'm trying to think. You, as a, I remember when Dan husband, was on, he told strength. us. He told us yeah. about going to a Korean wedding, I think. Or somebody did. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was Dan. Well, I've told you a bunch of the ones that I've been to in photographs. <laughs> right. But yeah. Well, yeah. And I just wanted to like, like, why don't you listen to me? I honestly <laughs> would just want it to be very small. Maybe this is, goes against the tradition, but just like a small, just to, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just thinking about this, like to go through that, what feels like essentially renewing your vows essentially would be mm-hmm, sure. like to just go yeah. through that with her in Korea. I don't know, I just, something One very powerful later. to me is right now <laughs> bubbling yeah. up inside of me thinking about that. Cool. So I don't know. I think I'm going to look into that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have some relatives throw some dates and chestnuts at you. There, there's where you can get your chestnuts. Eat a bunch of rice cakes and uh, sit. Yeah. Sit on a, on a mat. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I don't know. <laughs> you made it sound so unfun. Sit yeah, on a mat. You, get, you get a bunch of food thrown at you and you sit on a mat. I don't well, know. Well, as far as the ceremony part, that's, I mean, that's the part that I remember seeing. And, yeah, so funny. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, the joke of carrying um, carrying her around the room on your back. But I'll uh, freaking carry my wife around the room yeah, 10 times. Do it. <laughs> so, I will. Seems a little yeah. extreme. That seems like a little bit much. <laughs> But then I think that'd be neat. Or just even the fact of, you know, they might actually, do you think they'll have like uh, humbooks for you guys to try on even for? I mean, I was going to say you should find, you should buy your yeah, own humbook. Or buy or one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. That's something yeah. I think I, I'm going to look into for sure. Okay. So socks and a humbook. Yep. Socks and socks. a humbook. <laughs> Remember when <laughs> I used to I, not be able to say humbook? socks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like the last, show, I think, the last live, I was like, I say it like different every single time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know we're a year on, and you mastered that's one. That's true. Word. Growth. Hey, there you go. Growth, growth, growth. I'll take any growth, no matter how slow or small. <laughs> exactly. So eggs, actually. Cool. Um, or- I so totally something random. Uh, just because we're not doing food, but I've been watching for all mankind on Apple TV. Do you, either of you watch it? I don't think so. Okay, so the premise is uh, it's like an alternate history where Russia beats us to the moon. Um, And so like kind of like the butterfly effect of what what that would change and all those kinds of things. It's really, really good, really well done, really compelling if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, But in the spoiler alert kind of, uh, in the second season, uh, a couple has an adopted child and the the writing on the show i mean the acting is also like right there with the writing it's just out of this world no pun intended it's so 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 good and so this girl is adopted from vietnam and she is applying to go into college and so she like starts her essay and says like who am i and so she asks her parents like why did you adopt me and they begin to tell her the mythology of her adoption story um but she was like no but why did you choose to adopt 
right? Not just why did you adopt me specifically, but why did you choose mm. to adopt? And it was like, and I, I turned to Sarah, I was like, I'm literally watching her come out of the fog in this moment. And that's something I've never, ever, ever seen on TV. And I just thought it was so compelling. And it was, it's really wonderfully written and filmed in a way that you see it from the parents perspective but you also see it from her perspective and so it was like a really i think a really balanced take on what that family dynamic could feel like and how like what that individual dynamic feels like like it's just shot so well and those kinds of things i don't know i just i wanted to throw that out there just as like a if anyone if listeners if you have seen from mankind it's in the second season like later um I just think that that's so compelling um, and just the way they do it is really, really interesting. And like on the one hand, it's like kind of a plot device, but the way that they, I feel like the writers and the director like honor this adoption story in like the, the what it means for her so far anyways, I feel like is more than just um, a plot point. I really want to see if it's a, uh, like if there was an adoptee on the writing staff or anything, but yeah, I just thought it was really, well, really I would, that's what I would want to know because that question is not something that a non-adopted person would ask. Like, yeah. why did you adopt me? Yes. <laughs> but why did you choose to adopt? No. Like well, that I mean, is, that's it's kind of implied level. because of some like extra family stuff that like, you know, but she, you know, whatever, like I said, I'm trying not to do like spoilers, um, <laughs> oh, but there's I was like gonna some say, extra, I was going to be interested in what the response was, but if that's there's a spoiler, some extra drama around like why, th- we the viewers can assume they adopted that sure. the child is aware of right um so like it's a similar thing of like you know like hmm. oh we couldn't have kids or you know like where like the adoptee is aware of like some other hindrance um or like maybe even the same question of like i have siblings who are my parents biological children why did you so it's like it's that kind of questioning but like i said just the way that they did that storyline the way that it was acted the way it was shot and written it just i was like this is so compelling from an adoptee perspective and i was really excited about that because like there are you know so many stories about adoption so many uh actors or writers or whomever people who are adopted for whom adoption is not like a primary identity and yet in this scene i was like oh somebody either like this is just fantastic writing and just like serendipitous that we get to see it this way or like there was an adoptee like that this is like just done in a way that i found so so compelling so yeah i don't know it was really good and would recommend watching making it. me want to watch the show though I know, it's I'm a fantastic show out. yeah like, no, i think I it's interesting it. I because i feel like i've been for a while now really avoiding things either audio based or like a movie or a show that has anything that i know to be adoption related Mm. I feel like I've just even after I think after watching Colin in black and white, I think that was like really the last thing I actively sought um, outside of like documentaries and interviews and stuff like that Um, from like a fictional media standpoint. I think it's been really hard for me to sit and watch because I feel like I just see it got get or done incorrectly. Mm -hmm. And maybe that and again, I'm only two years into this journey. You know, that I think that I think it was. Oh, it was last June. I didn't even write about it. I got to go back and write about that. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's been, re- I didn't even think about it until you said that. And I'm like, oh, I want to watch the show now. And I think one of the things that I probably was avoiding it because of was there was that plot line going on and just thinking and biasing in my own mind against the show because I'm like, they're going to get this wrong. Mm-hmm. So I got to, I got to give them a chance is what yeah. I'm trying to say. 
That's funny because I really feel like you know one of the things that we're talking about in in this uh, current season that we find ourselves in as a show and as people is like how do we continue the conversation and what what does it look like for us to grow into our identities as adoptees um and i really feel like we've all kind of flip-flopped um and i've loved seeing how that's changed where um like patrick you were like super into the adoptee community and like just all you know doing all lots of things and like taking in all this content that you could and whatever. And now you're like, no, nah, I don't know. I'm like kind of cooled off on that and I'm doing other things and I'm like still wrestling with that, but there's like this broader context or whatever. And then Nathan, you were like, yeah, I don't know. Like, this is fun. I'm mostly here for the food. Now even you, we were like, oh no, actually like the connections and like getting involved with the adoptees and like meeting people and do like, like seeing that growth and progression for me. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't really want to do much of the adoptee community, like how to do the show, but like, it just sounds like exhausting, whatever. And now I'm taking in all this media, which sometimes I'm not looking for it, but like, I even just started uh, listening to surviving the white gaze by Rebecca Carroll, which mm. is a transracial domestic adoption memoir. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Oh yeah, this is like, I don't know. So it's just been interesting to me to see us all flip flop. And I'm really excited for what the next hundred episodes, I know we're not technically at a hundred, but I'm excited for what the next hundred episodes mean for us as a show and how we get to continue to explore our, identities and and explore and articulate this journey so that hopefully it's a little bit easier for other adoptees for allies who don't really understand but who want to understand find some common ground and begin to communicate more effectively about what this is and what it means for us to be alive today in america or beyond i agree yes Well said. Well said. Sorry, that was a long, a long no, soliloquy, great. but also was I was like, it's 6.30, we got to wrap up the show. <laughs> that was great. No, that was great. Um, are we doing a food? No, I don't know where my no, food he is. he doesn't even know oh, where yeah. food is. You don't there. have the time, so it's fine. That's fine. I said I could squeeze out another, time. well, now eight minutes, we seven minutes. Okay, so I guess we're if we're not doing a food, then I guess I guess we can cut all this out and wrap it up. We're keeping it in. You keep my flubbers in. Keep yours in. I thought KJ beautifully tied it all together. Everything that we talked about and everything that we're going to be talking about moving forward. So, I guess that's it for this week. As always, I appreciate sitting here with you both and having these conversations and especially the conversations we don't have on the air. I think those are (laughs) the conversations where we find the most growth and then people get to view uh, the growth that we make in the episodes we release. So if you want to continue seeing those off-air conversations, well, maybe not seeing those conversations, but other ones, you can follow us at John Chi Show on all the social media platforms. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can one, send us an email to John Chi Show at justlikemedia.com and or two, leave us a voicemail at 972-677-8867. And we or will... three, join our after party on Facebook. Oh, I don't think that we've promoted that in months. I know. <laughs> it, it's been a little slow in there. It's it's kind of been, you know. Yep, you dropped like, the, like oh, kimchi wow. making episode thing in there. So sure, was, I did put in the kimchi exactly. episode. If, right, you, yeah. if any of you have not seen that, there is the video on, on YouTube and in there. And, <laughs> but honestly, I will interact if you interact. So, you know, Oh, I'm that's there. funny. Completely yeah, we're not giving anything extra. But uh, head to johnsyshow.com slash support to find out how you can support the show. Um, like I said, we are talking broadly about a live show. We don't even have like an email newsletter. So you can like at some point, maybe we'll even have like a wait list for you to join. Uh, but uh, we're not that organized. So definitely give us a follow on our social media platforms. If you want to know 
even even the slightest hint about something that's going on. Um, yeah, you can find me at KJ Relke online, wherever I want to be found on the internet. You can find me at Patrick in the world on Instagram and on my regular name on LinkedIn. You can find me at N Nowak on Instagram. Also the Asian one, but yeah, also the Asian one. (laughs) We're all the Asian ones. I'm pretty active over there now, so that's why I'm promoting it here. I do not live live in Wisconsin or Michigan. I think that's where the other ones are. So cool. Well, hopefully next week we can do a food. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. I'll try to. I'll try we'll to, to cook better. something. And we'll get a, We'll get an update on KJ and Sarah's move. We'll have <laughs> an update on the movement within the Johnchi Show after party, and we'll go from there. Maybe we'll have <laughs> Maybe some other updates. Yeah, I it'll just be a updates. Facebook notification that we read that says some people posted <laughs> activity detected. <laughs> okay, <laughs> ring camera. <laughs> You've dropped below the uh, pro- or the allowed number of followers <laughs> to be a group. <laughs> Yikes! All and right. On that well, note, we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, John Chi. Hey, John Chi. Hey, oh, I actually will delete it. Oh my gosh. <laughs>